This is the Hidden Wire Podcast, episode 587, My Solo Rant. Knowing others is wisdom. Knowing yourself is enlightenment. That's a quote by Lao Tzu. G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hidden Wire Podcast. My name's Lee Martinzi. How the heck are you? I hope you're well. Thank you for taking the time out to tune into this episode. It is my solo rant. It is a chance for me to share a thought, something that I've been reflecting on, something that I've researched, read about, listened to, that I want to share with you, something that I hope will inspire you in some way, maybe educate you and assist you to living your life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. That's what it's all about. Guys, here is a takeout from Buddha to enjoy good health to bring true happiness to one's family, to bring peace to all. One must first discipline and control one's mind. If a man can control his mind, he can find the way to enlightenment and all wisdom and virtue will naturally come to him. So that is why the Buddha, and I think it sets the tone going forward for this conversation. We have to become the masters of our mind and that takes some severe work. Uh, It's a long-term goal. It's practice, 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 but we can achieve it. And in achieving it, perhaps we can actually live into a state of enlightenment. So that's what this episode is about, guys. It's a quick little thought on enlightenment. What is enlightenment? Why it exists? What's it for? How do we get there? This is my thought. This is the Hidden White Podcast. Guys, check it out at thehiddenwhite.com. Leave me your comments there and connect with me through email or Facebook as well. Enjoy the show. Cheers. Enlightenment. What is enlightenment? I don't know if you know much about this topic. I don't really. I'm not an expert in the subject, but I do think about it and I read about it and um, it comes up often and often. And people talk about you know enlightenment and being enlightened. Um, I don't know if it's if it's achievable in one's lifetime. I think it takes a lot of practice, but I think we can get to some point in our life where we feel maybe maybe like we're getting close. I really think that is possible. And I hopefully, I th- I'm on that journey myself. I really do. Enlightenment is a difficult uh, topic, subject to navigate. Um, there's a lot of intricacies. So in this, I don't plan to go too in-depth. I may tend to veer off tangents from time to time. But let's just talk about enlightenment and what is enlightenment. I look at enlightenment as a state of peace. I look at enlightenment as an ability to live in each and every moment of our life in a deeper state of peace regardless of the environment that we may exist within, regardless of the external realities that may be out there, regardless of the aversion that we might be facing in that moment, regardless of the pleasures that we might be experiencing in that moment. It's about really just being in a deeper state of joy constantly. I believe that is enlightenment. And I think it comes through a lot of practice, a lot of self-reflection and understanding. I think it comes by being able to best understand one's own mind. And I actually raised that uh, quote or disclosure from Buddha at the start of this episode, because I think that's really what it's about. It's about understanding oneself to the deepest levels. And then when we do that, perhaps we can release ourselves from the part that is obsessed with ourselves that often causes a lot of our suffering. I really believe we are the cause of a lot of our suffering. There is an 18th century German philosopher. His name is Immanuel Kant. 
and he's written an article on what is enlightenment and you can Google it and you'll find it, have a read of it. It's really interesting. It is, uh, yeah, Google the what is enlightenment and you'll find that one by Immanuel Kant. I might even stick it in the show notes if I remember. And he says that the path towards enlightenment is to free oneself from their self-incurred immaturity. To free oneself from their self-incurred immaturity. I really thought about that and I thought, well, what is maturity and what is immaturity? And then I look at a child and I think, you know, as, as myself as a child, as a teenager, perhaps I was very immature. And then we look at adults and say, sometimes you're immature um, because they're childish or playfulish or... Uh, not too serious about things. And perhaps there's some truth to that. Perhaps, you know, immaturity isn't so bad. Perhaps it's okay to be playful and curious and, you know, experimental, I suppose. I mean, that's sort of the childish nature, isn't it? They're about learning. They're about not taking things so serious, about relaxing, about having fun, about having play. And so I reflect on that and I go, well, you know, what's so bad about that level of immaturity? But it's, it's deeper than that. It's about the self-incurred immaturity. It's okay to be immature. It's okay to be curious. It's okay to play. It's okay not to take things so serious. It's okay to not know all the answers, to ask questions, to, to search. Because what we're doing when we're being in that sort of level of immaturity, I think, is trying to gain better wisdom, trying to gain greater insight so we can better understand ourselves. And that's what that is all about. That is why we need to give children that opportunity to ask questions, to play, to be curious. If we allow them that, then they're going to be able to better figure out themselves, who they are, what their, what their part in this, in this experience of life is. And perhaps in, in understanding their self better and better, they can remove the part that is obsessed with the self. I talked about this actually a couple of weeks ago with ego. They can move that, that self-obsession away, get it out of the way, and continue to navigate the journey with that childlike mind of curiosity and playfulness and and not take things so serious. Yes, life might be serious. I take it too serious, I'm sure. Um, but I try not to. I want to have that that relaxing and thinking that, you know, it doesn't really all that matter. Um, a lot of the things that we take so serious and stress us out and cause us anxiety and make us suffer are usually not that important. And what I keep reminding myself when I feel like this, my, you know, in my my own experience is that, you know, will I remember this at the end of my life? You know, when I go through a, a hard time where I feel like something's happened to me that shouldn't have happened, that's what I remind myself. Well, is it that really bad? Is it really that bad? And often, often, uh, 99% of the times, it's not, it's not that bad when I reflect on it. And that helps me just remove that, that burden, that self-incurred suffering that we can place on ourselves sometimes. But going back to immaturity, what I think it is, you know, that level of immaturity um, is, is sort of one kind of playfulness and curiosity. And I think that's how we all need to keep going in this life. We need to keep having that sense of playfulness and curiosity so we can keep developing our self, our mind, and better understanding our mind. And when we can better understand our mind, then we can better guide our lives in a conducive path with behaviors that are more conducive to the path of enlightenment. So, if we look at this self-incurred immaturity, what I really believe it is, is being guided by the external reality rather than be guided by our own mind, be guided by um, ourself. I think once we understand the mind better, we can better guide ourselves in life. But what we do often, and this is the other part of the immaturity that I think we need to touch on and differentiate between, 
is the immaturity that requires the dependency of another party to make decisions for us, to guide our lives. And I think in the society at the moment, there's too much of this. There's too much guidance from external parties. There's too much um, parenting of, of society as a whole. You know, we've got laws and rules and all this sort of thing. And we become more and more reliant on that. And that takes away this maturity for one's own life. It takes away that accountability and responsibility for one's own life. And it puts it into someone else's hands. And when we do that, and I think we're doing it more and more uh, as a society, at least from my perspective and where I am, I don't think that's conducive to allowing one to really become the control of their mind, to really understand their self, um, their own needs, and to really then guide themselves into a better state of existence, a, a state where they potentially could move towards enlightenment, where regardless of the pleasure, the pain, the aversion that they might be experiencing, the external realities, regardless of all that stuff, I think if they could reach that part where they are in control, where their mind is at the forefront of their awareness, where they understand the operations of their mind and they can then use their mind rather than looking for you know for the guidance externally, they can actually look for that guidance internally and they can then use that inquisitive nature that we are all blessed with to be curious, to ask questions, to continually to seek, to learn, to find insight, the information that we need to live towards that sense of alignment. That's that's what I really believe is meant by Immanuel Kant's um, idea that we have to release ourselves from this self-incurred immaturity. It's it's by it's by taking responsibility back. It really is. It's by looking at our lives and 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 being being our guide. And the only way we're going to guide ourselves truly and beautifully towards perhaps enlightenment is by being aware, um, having a greater understanding of the mind that, that exists within our body. And then rather than rely on guidance from external realities, from external parties, we can better guide ourselves forward. That is matter, matterful to us. You know, and I think you look at the suffering in our lives and, and how that relates at the moment. Um, a lot of the suffering is so superficial, it's so surface, and I just I reflect so deeply on my own life and the things that cause me suffering. Man, it is, it, it is so... Um, immature because I'm being guided by these these external things that mean very little to the state of this existence. If I look up in the night sky, I can see that there's so much more out there, and this 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 little bit of uh, aversion or suffering that I'm experiencing in this moment it just doesn't really have that level of significance when I compare it to such significance of the universe. Um, and that's that's pretty outstanding for me because I look at the things that do cause me suffering. You know, like oh, that's just not right. That's not what I want to be doing on a Friday night or Saturday night or, uh, you know, this this isn't really quite comfortable at the moment. I'm not really enjoying this career at the moment. Oh, there's some sort of uh, lacking of, of time in my life at the moment and I feel like I'm being pulled in all different directions. Well, that's all very, very important to one level but very insignificant at the next level. And I think the reason why... Um, we allow it to, to affect us so much is because we're not aware, we're not in control, we're, we're so guided by everything else around us, we're so immature in that sense. And so we have to take control back and that will start by becoming more aware. And I think we need to, to unplug from the system, we need to reflect some more. I mean, we're so busy and chaotic and our attention is spread so thin and um, we're jumping from one task to the next task to the next task. We're, we're chasing one dream and then going after the next dream um, we're all after the bigger, the better, 
uh, all this stuff. And I just, I don't think it's going to really add up at the end of the day. And who knows what will happen going forward. But yes, there's there's an important level of your security that you need. Yes, there's an important level of food and, and relationships that you need in life. There are certain fundamental human needs that we need to take care of. But if I, I look at the the suffering from day to day that really impacts our life, it's usually not that critical um, to meeting those fundamental needs. And I think the only way we can overcome the impact of that that has on our suffering and our quality of life, on our ability to move towards enlightenment, is by becoming aware, becoming aware of your mind and and how you relate it to the world, how how you allow it to carry you through, and stop relying on others, stop relying on the external realities to direct us you know when you when you reflect within when you give yourself some time for awareness that's when you can become in control of the mind that's when you can better direct yourself forward and i think that's when we can free ourselves from the suffering we can move into each moment and regardless of the the external realities things outside our control that might be impacting our lives at the moment we can still be at a state of peace with them we can still live in a greater sense of joy with them and man, I just love talking about this stuff because it makes me think at the times because, you know, I get carried away and things slip uh, my end and there's suffering starts to creep in. And when I just talk about this topic, I really go, you know what? It doesn't really matter. I just need to let go, uh, realizing that the one place that I am in control of is the mind and the mind and how it interacts with the body and our external environment is the key to living with a greater sense of peace and joy. And I think once we can become more aware and more in control of that, then we can move towards that as well. And perhaps in practice over time, uh, maybe in this lifetime, maybe in the next, if there is such a thing, we can reach that ultimate level where we're just in total bliss. Is it possible? Not sure. Let me know what you think. Jump onto thehiddenwhy.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on enlightenment. That is my short little solo rant today again reach out to me the hidden white guy gmail.com facebook messenger you probably get me on those two platforms other than that guys enjoy your day until next time peace passion and purpose see you soon thanks guys for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed what you heard i hope you love what you're hearing if you like this episode guys or any of the episodes that you're listening to here at the hidden why please do me a favor by sharing it. You can share it with your families. You can share it with your loved ones. You can do that by using your favorite social media channels using the icons on the platform that you're listening to the Hidden Why podcast. Also, guys, if you're a fan of the show, please connect with me. Connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. I love to hear from you. I love to converse with the people that listen to this show to find out what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, and perhaps if they have any questions or feedback for the show as well. You can stay up to date with all that I'm releasing here, guys. I do a solo show every Monday, a three-minute thought every Thursday. I do two interviews a week on a Wednesday and a Saturday, and a book review every Friday. You can stay up to date with all that by subscribing to my newsletter at thehiddenwire.com. Just enter your email address there, and also subscribing to the podcast on the platform that you choose to listen to your podcast. You can also support the show, guys, by using the Amazon links at thehiddenwire.com. So if you like books, you can get all the books that I review there um, and anything else, really, that you like to purchase through Amazon. So use that link. It helps support the show. And we've also got a deal with Audible, guys. Audible is a fantastic way to listen to all your favorite books. We've got a deal with them so you can get two free books when you subscribe or yeah, subscribe to a 30-day free trial. So check that out, again, at thehiddenwire.com. Guys, that's it from me. You know what to do. Go out there, breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. This is The Hidden Why. My name is Lee Manutzi. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon.